You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business. Whether you're new to the business or a seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. This show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. For show notes and links, check out EasyAgentPro slash podcast. Good afternoon and good morning, good evening, good midday, lunch break, dinner time, breakfast, whatever it is you are listening to the In The Lead podcast. I'm your host, Chris McHale. Today we have my co-host, Mr. Eugene Allen with me as usual. How are you doing today, my guy? I'm doing good. Yeah, happy uh, whatever time you're listening to us. It's always a good time to talk about getting some leads, so uh, welcome. It's always a good time to talk about marketing for real estate agents. There's never Mm -hmm. a bad time. Maybe like childbirth, I think would probably (laughs) be. Sure. That'd be a bad time. Sure. Well, On the toilet? May, may, maybe a little too um, personal, but um, when my child was giving, uh, having been born, I was having working. Having birth? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, let me think about my words here. Yeah, I was still working. So uh, yeah, that's, right, that's you bad on me. Uh, whatever. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, right. everybody. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome to the show. It's been a month. As you folks know, we've been doing like monthly shows that have some type of overview or specific thing that we talk about. This month, uh, what month is it? I don't even know what it is. July. Holy cow. One more month, dude, and I'm 32. I can't hang. I'm getting too old. Man, I'm 35 this year. Don't even talk to me. I know. So July, we're talking about uh, tips and tricks to help new agents. And I think this is a really good one uh, to talk about because we definitely have seen our fair share of brand new agents come into the real estate market. Uh, We've definitely seen a lot of them succeed. But for every one that we we see succeed, we see five or six completely crash and burn uh, over blatantly problematic issues that could have been resolved really, really early on. Um, so that's kind of what we want to talk about today. Uh, Eugene, mm-hmm. if you want to start us off, I know that uh, you were brainstorming some really good conversation topics before the podcast. So why don't you go ahead and shoot us off with one that you think is imperative for a new agent to know and understand. Yeah, and this is going to be specifically for when you're wanting to get a website. So I maybe that, but you know, obviously this is going to be important regardless. But some of the things that I'm, you be, you would think I'm crazy for saying this, but some of the things I'm seeing a lot of agents just not know info for is some pretty basic stuff. So I would say maybe just have in your phone book probably you need to know who your broker is. You need to know their email, you need to know their um, agent ID, and you need to know your office ID because you would not believe how many times that is, is going to come up. This is pertaining to MLS information, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. Yeah. Because anytime, you, I mean, it, well, yeah, and then you're probably going to need to know that information outside of, you know, setting up your website. It's just good information to know, I would think. Right. I agree with you. I think it's important to know your broker for sure. If you are the broker in charge, know your office ID and mm-hmm. more importantly, know your agent's IDs on top of it. Yeah. Um, you know, MLS is a tool that's definitely underutilized by a lot of new agents because they think they can't outcompete Zillow, which is a fair criticism to have. But 
even if you are using your own website, you definitely still want to make sure that you have IDX installed on it and having that information totally. handy is going to jumpstart that site's SEO process, it's going to jumpstart that site's build process, and it's going to jumpstart your ability to create search results for clients. So mastering and understanding what MLS boards you're a part of, understanding what IDX solution you're using and how to mm -hmm. master it is I think going to be probably, I would arguably say, one of the top three things you need to know immediately as an For agent. Sure. What board you're a part of, how to use it, and more importantly, how to master it so that you can get it done quickly and efficiently. That's a uh, good one I missed. I, I totally yeah, what agree board, with you. Right, what board are you a part of? Yeah, a lot of people don't know who their MLS board is. So yeah, that's right. imperative as well. And keep an eye out. Notate things like a lot of boards. So for instance, you know, if you live in a really large state like California, Carrots covers multiple smaller boards. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure that you're giving – If you, it, this goes for any website company that's going to build out IDX systems for you. You want to make sure that you're giving them the proper information. If you give a small – just your small board, chances are that sales rep or that person who's helping you build that, that website out is going to go, we can't do it. Right. If you yeah, say, but, oh, I'm with carrots, oh, yeah, absolutely you're covered. Then we don't right. have to worry about it. And yeah, on exactly. top of it, you can actually score a deal a lot of times with people as well. So, and and yeah, not to mention when you finally get IDX on your website, if you're only getting approved for the small board, right, and not for like the big board, you're going to be missing out on the listings that you would have um, right. available through the IDX as well. If you only get approval for, you know, the small board instead of the big one, you know, I can't think of any examples here, but yeah, that's, that's how that would Yeah, one, well. 100%. I'm glad you brought up websites because I think one thing that really intimidates new agents is shopping for one. Sure. Um, and, and maybe one thing that you might want to write this down, if you are a new agent looking to shop for a website, you need to have a couple goals in mind and a couple questions already ready to fire out to whatever sales rep you're talking to. Right. The first question that I'd always ask right out the gate you know, immediately is, is there a contract? The big thing that you want to know as a new agent, because you got at this point in your career, you're going to have to spend money to make it right. So you need to always ask what the contract is and what the cancellation fee is to get out of it. A good website company typically will have anywhere between a six month to a year long contract with anything ranging from a $200 to $500 up to a thousand cancellation fee. If you opt out, opt out within that time. Easy Agent Pro is a little different. We think the product speaks for itself. We don't do cancellation fees or contracts, um, but there, you know, a lot of other website companies will be doing that. So I think that's question number one out the gate. You should ask even before you get into pricing. I just need to know if you have a contract. How much is it? Right. Right. I think that's mm -hmm. a really important one. Um, you know, other things to think about as well. If you are talking to a website provider specifically for lead generation, if they're giving you definitive numbers for lead gen. Really take that with a grain of salt. Really understand that there are so many variables at play that can cause you to match that number um, or to get less than that number of leads that they're going to feed you because of that. So that's another thing to keep an eye out is that snake oil salesmanship. Totally. A good, a good company will maybe tell you, you know, a ballpark number that's very, very conservative, but they're not going to usually guarantee you a specific amount. Right. Um, that's another thing I think new agents really need to take a look at and, and, and decide if it is a valuable thing to maybe be in competition with that other lead and that other agent. Totally. What other things do you think they should ask when they're shopping around for a, a website, do you think? Well, um, this might be something that I would say you would need to get 
taken care of before shopping around for a website probably, but um, make sure that you have all of your social media accounts ready to go, right? So like mm. you make sure that you have yourself a Facebook page, make sure you, sell, uh, you have yourself a Twitter profile if you're planning on using it. And even if you're not, just set one up so that it exists, honestly. Um, set yourself up for an Instagram, just make sure that all of your bases are covered. So then when you do get a website, it's very easy to attach those profiles to that website without having to be like, oh crap, well now I have to go. Not only do mm -hmm. I have to set up my website, now I also have to set up Facebook maybe for the first time. So, you know, just to not get yourself overwhelmed, that would I would mm -hmm. probably have that type of stuff set up beforehand. What do you think? Yeah, I think at least getting login credentials for those social media accounts is probably ideal and having the profile link so you know somewhere on a clipboard on your on your computer. Copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. The other thing with social media accounts uh, um, that I really, I, th I I'm so happy you brought this up. I don't care if you don't use Pinterest, but you should care that one of your clients may use it. That's the reason why you're creating a Pinterest account. Fine, don't post crap on it. That's okay, but at least have that virtual business card idea option open on that on that Pinterest profile. The idea is for people to find you, not for you to find people with these social media accounts. You know, Instagram's really, really bad at being able to allow real estate agents to market appropriately. There's not a lot of spaces to post links. You know, you're very limited to what type of content you can post on it. So take advantage of it and tweak and tune it as you go, but at least have that profile option available for people to click on. Put, you know, a lot of times you can put your phone number on there, email address, things like that. I don't use Pinterest. I don't use Twitter. All I use is Instagram and Facebook, and that's it. Those are my social media profiles, and if you don't have either one of those, Guess what? You lost on a you lost out on a potential client or potential lead. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. I think setting up those profiles before you dive into a website is imperative. I think having them on like a like I said a quick you know clipboard copy paste procedure is really great to get used to. But more importantly, with these things too, once you create the profiles, you need to make sure that the profiles are consistent across the board. If you have a headshot of your face, right, that's really really good. Don't have six other ones for different profiles. They should all be the exact same headshot. Your email should be the same across the board. Your, your, your logo should be the same across the board as well. So any updates mm -hmm. that you do on one social media account, you definitely need to be doing on all of the other ones as well. So make sure, you know, treat them all as one big thing instead of individual ones. I don't, I don't know a, what you think about that. That's a great point. And then that spurred on another thing when you said um, email to me because a lot of users... Um, don't have a, an email set up or are using Gmail and that's fine You know if you want to use a Gmail, but honestly if you want to step up your game a little bit one thing that I might recommend is um, When you do purchase that domain and that's another thing you're probably going to want to have before purchasing a website have a domain name I would maybe tie email to that domain name. So then it's not you know Eugene's real estate at gmail.com. I can have Eugene at Eugene's real estate.com You know, it just looks a little bit more professional that way Right. And um, it'll look a lot better on a business card, billboard, that type of thing, website even. 100%. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing too, right? Like keep it consistent. If, like you said, have it attached to the domain name. It's just going to be easier for people to remember. Facebook's average age group is 45 and above. If you have nine different things going on on different social media profiles and things like that, that's it. I mean, they're just not going to follow through with turning into a lead or even a, even a client for you. It's just that it's really, really... There's no gray area here. It's black mm -hmm. and white. Either you're consistent or you're not. And if you're not, you are going to see an impact on your ROI with any social media profile you choose. Totally. So you want to make sure that you're keeping it consistent, especially with emails and domains. I think that's a big one. I do, and you brought up another good thing. I want to talk about domains. 
even if I talk to a tenured agent who's just switching providers because they're unhappy with their other email or their other uh, website service, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the conversation of domains always comes up. And as really? a new agent, do not stress about it. This is this is so low on the totem pole of totally. things that you need to get done as a new agent. You have to think about it. You just got your you, you just got your license. Now you have to apply it to NAR, right? So right. you're spending your time doing that. Then you're sitting there adding all of your social media profiles and getting those built. Then you're getting a logo built. Then you're getting this and that built. And now you're worried about a domain. It's almost like a never-ending thing. Don't stress about it. There's three key things that you should always think about with domains. Rule number one, don't stress. Rule number two, keep it consistent across all branding. And rule number thing, number three, I think this is my this is more personal preference than a rule. Keep it real estate related. Try not to use your name. That's what the email can do, and that's what the website, if it's a good website or social media profile, should do for you. So keep it consistent and keep it real estate related. Sell it, and the reason why I say that is what is your end goal with the domain? What's your end goal with your business? If I'm Chris McHale, the real estate agent, and I do ChrisMcHaleRealtor.com, 40 years from now, I'm a smoking hot agent. I figured out I've beat the system. I'm ready to retire. I need to sell my I need to sell my business because I don't want to do it anymore. Right? Well, what's easier to sell? Riversedgerealty.com or Chris McHale Real Estate Agent.com. Right? So you need right. to think of long-term plays like that. But in reality, just keep it real estate related. It's much easier for people to remember, you mm-hmm. know. And that and that's and you're not in competition with other Chris's or other Michaels that are in the in the in the area. Right. So, though, I mean, those are the big ones with my with that I've always had with domains. I don't know what you think about that. And we've had podcasts about this too, but I, I'm curious what you think about it. No, I mean, I think that you're spot on, you know, and I, you're absolutely right. I've seen so many agents just get in the weeds worrying about their domain name, you know. It's like, yeah, it's important, but like, you know, it's not like the end-all be-all, you know. Like, right. it, come up with a good name that suits your area. I, I think you may have already mentioned this, but um, for me, I would maybe steer away from having your name in the domain name itself because then mm-hmm. it makes it a little bit like let's say that you're trying to sell your business right i can't sell eugene allen real estate to you know somebody at that point you know i, I have to um i actually have to probably change my my domain name to something else so mm-hmm. just get that figured out from the beginning maybe your domain name is you know the best albuquerque realtor.com or something like that you know that's marketable that's something that can transfer but that would maybe be my only advice. Um, yeah. If you absolutely do want to have a domain name with your name, maybe think about having two domains and then pointing those both to your website. That would be right, and my that's advice. a brilliant play, yeah. for sure, hundred um, percent. Don't I would recommend I would with caution say don't go above two, because <laughs> again, then you start creating inconsistency, you start creating confusion. So you know, two two domains is doable, and I think having one be your name and one be the business is is great. Right. Um, so. Another thing that I want to talk about as well is, you know, you're a new agent, fresh in the hood of real estate, ready to get it done, ready to take care of business. And the first thing that you start thinking about is, holy crap, I need to pick a brokerage, right? I need to get that. I need to, I need to select my people and figure out what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. <laughs> right. There's pros and cons to that, I think. Um, as far as recommendations are concerned, I really, really like what Berkshire Hathaway has going for them. I really, really like EXP Realty. And of course, Keller Williams is probably the easiest one to get into if you're a new agent, but there is a con to that. Any lead you generate using their tools, it's a Keller Williams lead. It's not yours. So keep that in mind. If you decide to leave that brokerage, your leads ain't coming with you Right. most of the time. Um, 
I don't know if you if you have any other recommendations of brokerages, but I really like Berkshire Hathaway. I think it's I've always loved their branding. I've always thought they're very most agents that I've discussed who are part of Berkshire are usually very professional, uh, and mm-hmm. they're more than willing to help out their new agents as well to kind of get them on the hit the to hit the ground running, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but Keller Williams has a ton of really great marketing material that's free for all agents, and that's why a lot of people typically go with them. Uh, we have very successful Keller Williams agents on Easy Agent Pro, like uh, Karen Carr, who's been on the podcast multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you have any other brokerages that you think you'd recommend or stay away from or anything like that, if we can even say that. I don't know. Um, I don't know that I have anything of that nature. I haven't really he- heard any horror stories lately. Aside from, I would say, uh, and maybe this is a little self-serving, but like kind of, you kind of touched on this. I would maybe stay away from a lot of the tools that your brokerage provides. A lot of them can be really good. Like, don't get me wrong, but like I've heard a lot of horror stories from our agents using like the new tool. I think it's called like KW Command. Command. Like, yeah. like you know, there's it's it's fine. They're telling us, but like it's just basically you know half-assed. It it only works half the time, type of thing. You know, so right. I've just heard a lot of. Um, things of that nature when using your brokerage's tools. And I'm sure that a lot of brokerages have a lot of great tools. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, you know, the vast majority, that's why we exist, right? (laughs) That's why Easy Agent Pro exists because a lot of people don't want to use their brokerage's tools. They want something better, something that they can um, own, you know, something that if they do get a lead, it's not going to go to every Joe Blow in the brokerage, you know? Right. And new agents need to figure out like what the commission is, right? Keller Williams is going to take a cut. So keep that in mind too. You know, Berkshire Hathaway is going to take a cut. You mm-hmm. may be better off if you've got the if you've got the money and the and the revenue to do ad spend. You may be better off flying solo for a little bit. It's up to you on how you want to do it and how much help you need to get that jump start. Totally. Um, I do agree with you too. Yeah, a lot of the companies do struggle with creating tools that are extremely. Uh, how do I say this? Uh, beneficial for the agent Mm -hmm. or or work (laughs) most of the time you know so (laughs) that's why it is good to take a look at options like easy agent pro or some of our competition out there that Mm -hmm. may help you kind of maintain a website that's under your name where they're your leads and you're in complete control absolutely Um, you know that's really good for ocd freaks like myself (laughs) right um you know (laughs) the other thing with brokerages as well take a look at what their compliance necessities are Right. Yeah. If you're going to buy a website and you're with a different brokerage, they are going to come in and go, well, hold on, Eugene, let's pump the brakes there. I only see the Berkshire Hathaway logo halfway through the website. I need it on your homepage. It needs to be on every single page at the footer and it's not there. You need to figure that out. So that's the other thing to take a look at when, and when you are shopping around to see which, you know, which team you want to join, make sure to ask them what their compliance necessities are when it comes to getting a site built as well. So that's the other thing that I'd probably recommend that people really take a look at. Um, other than websites, do you can you come up with any other kind of tips and tricks tricks to really help an agent succeed that's brand spanking new? Um, I would say the biggest thing that I'm seeing a lot of agents struggle with, quite honestly, is just their getting in and running advertisements once they're, you know, got everything going, you know, got everything all set up. I would say don't be afraid to run low dollar advertisements, especially on like a platform called you know, like Facebook where, you know, you can run a, you can get away with like a $50 ad over the weekend and, you know, possibly get some leads out of it. But number one, what you're trying to do is you're trying to build that um, audience on your pixel. 
and then you're also trying to just learn how ads work right like you're gonna your first couple of ads like are probably gonna be bad like let's that's just how it works did you fall off a couple of times when you were on the bicycle the first few times yeah of course you did that's just I came out of the womb right (laughs) you you came out of the womb on a on a huffy well some people are just like that Lance Armstrong actually trained with me for <laughs> we cheated together <laughs> okay fair well uh, we we all blame you then you're you're an american um, no you're 100 percent right for sure 100 <laughs> yeah, percent right j- just kind of get your feet wet don't be afraid to make a mistake would be maybe my ma- my um my biggest advice because you know again you're it's it's, it's just gonna happen you know you're gonna here's run the mentality a, i look at it right sure you put $50 into Dogecoin as a joke a year ago, you can spend 50 bucks on Facebook to just learn how it works. And on exactly. top of it, that $50 isn't just getting thrown away because like you said, it's tweaking and tuning that pixel more. Mm-hmm. It's getting that algorithm moving a little bit. It's helping you realize who to target and it's teaching you something. So I agree with you completely. Don't be scared to dip your toe in. Once the toe is in, figure it out, right? Like start inching the ankle in, get to the knee and do it a little bit by little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think especially for new agents, the only decent way you're going to get yourself out there without spending too much time and energy on it is you're going to, it's a pay to win system for sure. For sure. Um, the, the big thing for me, this is a really simple one, uh, that really stresses me out specifically with new agents. Answer your phone. And more importantly, if you can't answer your phone, be sure that your voicemail is cleared out. I I have yet to see an established agent have this this issue where their voicemail is full. It should never be full. Never ever ever. You should never ever ever as a new agent have a full voice of a, a full voicemail inbox or not one set up at all. Right. This is mm-hmm. especially Nat grinds <laughs> my gears. Yeah. Uh-huh. Especially in the time of COVID, where ninety percent of your transactions are going to go online or over the phone. Clear yep. it out. Don't be lazy. This yep. is something set in a reminder on on your Google Calendar, put an alarm on your phone, whatever it takes to make sure that it's cleared out once a week, clear it out, please. I promise you it will pay off. I promise, promise, promise it will pay off. Yeah, um, and on that note, th- maybe this is just a personal vendetta I have with some people, but don't put in your voicemail that you don't check your voicemails. What are you doing? You're a real estate agent. People like, come yeah. on. That right. is, if if I had a real estate agent that told me to text them or email them because they don't check their voicemails, you're not my real estate agent anymore. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Oh man. Ooh, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps, angry goosebumps <laughs> on the back of my neck. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, I mean, that's a really basic one. I think I've brought it up like four or five times now on, yeah. on, uh, on the podcast. I don't but it's worth, I don't it's worth it repeating, to, my dude. It, it totally really is. is. And I don't expect it to change anytime soon, but I'm telling you, your business will shoot up exponentially if you just answer your phone. Yeah. I mean, it's so simple, right? Hey, this is Chris McHale with Easy Age or with, you know, Re- River's Edge Realty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this house. You know what? I'm at a showing right now. Can I please jot down your information and I'll contact you immediately after? Just having that touch, man, instead of letting it go to voicemail is going to be a hundred million times better for you than just <sighs> letting it run to voicemail and saying, I don't check it. A yep. hundred million times. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's, oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm getting PTSD flashbacks from this man. Right. Like it's like crazy. That but yeah, you, other- it's 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 it doesn't take that much to stand above a lot of realtors, right? Because you would be surprised. This is just like commonplace a lot of the time. And that's you know? what's crazy, right? Notice in the 25 minutes we've discussed stuff, we never brought up creating video content and yep. how that can benefit you. We never brought up how to create like proper landing pages. We're not talking about pages. blogging. We're talking we about talk basic about search stuff. engine optimization. <laughs> These are really basic things that you can try and just sort out in the process and you'd be totally fine. I'm telling you, you'd be light years ahead of the of the other guy. You'd be light years ahead of the guy who's been an agent for 10 years and just kind of based in his his whole business off of referrals, right? You know, you want to be that guy, but on top of it, don't be that guy, right? New agents need to realize too that the the market is always shifting, it's always changing and you need to stay on top of it. So just keep up with current issues going on. You know, be yourself, that's a big one. Um, and that's it. I mean, I, I think we've covered a lot <laughs> already, which is pretty cool. Did you want to say a couple other things? I, I mean, yeah, I think we pretty much covered it. I, I off the top of my head, I'm just, I mean, I, we could go on for hours about this quite honestly, right? Cause we sure. talked to new agents all the time, but no, I mean, you know, just kind of just try and try and stand out by, by being paying attention to the details, right? I, I think mm-hmm. that's where a lot of agents get lost. So if I would be give any final advice, it's you know pay attention to the details. Right, and complete those forms. Don't leave them half-assed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, and cool. don't yell at us when they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, I, man, you are having flashbacks. It's okay. Everyone's going to be on page. I promise. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the In the Lead podcast with Chris McHale and Eugene Allen. Uh, We are always here to take questions. We're here to give you advice. We're here to help you out. And we want to hear stories, more importantly, from you guys and your your success, your heartaches, your trials, your errors, everything, your adventures in the real estate world. If you are curious uh, to, if you are interested to join up, feel free to call us at 1-800-327-6623. Hit one or two for support or sales. Let us know that you want to be on the podcast. We will interview you. Um, other than that, we do have a couple of other ways to get a hold of us, sales or support at easyagentpro.com. Again, 1-800-327-6623. Thank you for hanging out with me, Eugene, and we will see you folks next month. Thank you for listening to In The Lead. If you have enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com. And as always, we'll see you later.